Showtime Sports presents Showtime Boxing with Eric Raskin and Kieran Mulvaney. Hello and welcome to Showtime Boxing with Raskin and Mulvaney, Money Punch edition, uh, with my co-host, the managing editor and media director of usbets.com, Eric Raskin. I am Kieran Mulvaney, and we're back for another mini-podcast previewing the weekend's fights through the lens of boxing betting. Uh, in a few moments, we'll each select our pick for best bet for the weekend. We'll take a look at some of the other bets that are available for the weekend's fights. But first, let's turn to the main news, which is, of course, Errol Spence being forced to withdraw from his bout with Manny Pacquiao, who will now be fighting with Dennis Ugas on August 21st instead. Um, Eric, we talked a couple times about the odds for the Pacquiao-Spence fight and how, although Pacquiao is an underdog, he wasn't quite the underdog at the sports books that we expected. Um, and we were discussing when the potential reward might be enough for us to pull the trigger on laying money on a Spence win. Um, that's all out of the window now. And just like that, Pacquiao is the favorite, uh, and unsurprisingly so, given his record. Um, and in the same way that Pacquiao money on the underdog tightened the odds against Spence, so we're now seeing money on the favorite widen the odds against Ugas. Uh, on DraftKings, Pacquiao is presently a minus 370 favorite, but Ugas, having started at plus 240, is now plus 280. Eric, we're recording this on Thursday evening with a little over a week to go before this fight. And with betters also only having had a couple of days to even think about this, how much more movement would you expect over the next week? And do you give Ugas enough of a chance of springing an upset here that there's a point at which you would leap in and lay money on it if the odds continue to widen here? Well, uh, I have an update as you were speaking there. Ah. Break, breaking news. Uh, I, <laughs> I opened up <laughs> great sound effects. Thank you're, you. like, you're like the guy in Police Academy. Um, <laughs> I, I opened up the DraftKings app and Ugas is now plus 290. Uh, ah. Pacquiao minus 380. Uh, could be even higher by the time this podcast publishes. Um, and, uh, and and by the way, at the time of the fight being canceled, uh, Spence was down to as low as minus 210 against Manny, which yeah. I consider one hell of a price. Uh, it right. was mildly depressing to receive refunds in my betting accounts on my Spence bets. Uh, but alas, this is the life we've chosen. Uh, I do think the odds will keep widening. Um, Ugas has gone from plus 240 to plus 290 in about a day and a half. Uh, how much they'll keep widening is hard to say. And then whether it'll swing back at some point, I'm not sure. I mean, here's how I view this fight. Pure ability right now, I'd say Ugas is like a plus 150 underdog. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, he went about even with Sean Porter, who went about even with Keith Thurman, who lost by a point to Pacquiao. And if anyone is going to trend downward, it's 42-year-old Pacquiao. So without getting into the styles make fights of it all, suffice to say the gap between Pacquiao and Ugas isn't wide. Uh, however, you have to think about judging and scoring. And mm -hmm. while Pacquiao hasn't always gotten the benefit of the doubt from the judges, logic tells you he figures to have some edge in a close fight, maybe a small edge, maybe a large edge, hard to say really. So to me, with that factored in, I'd say actual value on Ugas would be like plus 200 or plus 225. So I love plus 290. Um, I do plan to bet on Ugas. It's just a matter of trying to time it right. We could get up to plus 350. 
I plan to keep a close eye, and, and if I see a plus 350 anywhere, I'll probably pounce. And if not, if it gets to, let's say it gets to plus 310, and then I see it tick back down to plus 300, I'll probably jump on it just in case it's hit its peak, and, and now the sharps are moving it back. Um, this is fun, though. It's going to be a really interesting bet to track for the next week. Hmm. Hmm, I was going to ask you that, like, based on, on how these kind of things normally go, and particularly the fact that, you know, it's a little unusual, the fight's just gotten made. Um, would you expect there to be, because I mean, we've talked about this before, how normally in fight week, you know, say probably the Pacquiao fans are going to be coming into Vegas and then you'd expect more money still to be on Manny. Would you expect the odds to widen probably until like fight day when, and that's when, when the smart money comes back in on Ugas or is it hard to say? Yeah, it it is really hard to say. I mean, the one thing that I've, uh, that, that has become very clear to me is that People just love betting on Manny Pacquiao. I, yep. I, I wrote an article about this for, for usbets.com uh, that ran uh, Wednesday morning, basically as soon as the lines on this fight first started to go up, um, that, you know, you looked at what was happening with the Spence fight, and you look back at what happened with the Thurman fight, and the betters did quite well on that. They moved it mm. from Manny opening as a slight underdog to closing as a, a decent-sized favorite. So the books... Uh, presumably lost money overall on that fight. Um, so that's the the thing, is especially a case like this, where a lot of Manny Pacquiao backers know Manny Pacquiao, love Manny Pacquiao, have been betting on him and rooting for him for literally decades now, um, <laughs> that he's up against a guy they're not familiar with. Spence, they probably weren't super familiar with, but, mm. uh, you know, the casual type fans, but at least kind of knew the name and knew to respect him. Ugas, they might not be familiar with at all, so they see Manny as like a three to one, four to one favorite and assume it's easy money. I think it's going to keep coming in on him. Uh, mm-hmm. But then, you know, where it's going to peak, whether the, you know, the the professional betters are tuned in enough that they're going to want to jump on Ugas at some point. I don't know. It's it's going to be really interesting to to watch over these uh, over the next week or so. All righty. Um, that fight, of course, is taking place on August 21st. But before then, we have a couple of cards this coming Saturday, the 14th. There's an intriguing welterweight battle on the zone between very fast-rising Virgil Ortiz Jr. and once-beaten Egegis Kavalowskis. While on ESPN, Andrew Maloney and Joshua Franco will meet for the third time. Uh, the big card, though, is on Showtime uh, in the form of a bantamweight triple header headlined by Guillermo Rigandiao against uh, John Riel Casemiro. Uh, we'll look at some of the odds uh, for these cards in a bit. But first, it's time for us to pick our best bets. Um, I'll be honest, there wasn't a great deal about many of the odds that I've seen posted that really excited me. Uh, a couple that did catch my eye, both related to that Casemiro Rigondiao bout, uh, they're on DraftKings. One is plus 10,000 for Rigo to win in the 12th and final round. Uh, and look, that's not the most likely of scenarios. But... If Rigondia were to win by stoppage, uh, I would have thought it would be almost certainly going to be later in the fight and it will come about because over the course of the contest, he'll be able to steer Casemiro, who's quite an aggressive fighter, into counterpunch after counterpunch, all of which suggests to me that the longer the fight goes, the better Rigo's KO odds. Uh, DraftKings doesn't quite see it that way. It has him at plus 10,000 to win in the 12th, but it also has him at plus 10,000 to win in the first. It has plus 8,000 to win in the second or the 11th, plus 6,500 to win in the third or the 10th. He thinks it's most likely that a KO will come in those middle rounds where it has him at plus 5,000. Look, I don't think Regan is going to win by KO. But at those kind of odds, I might well throw down something on the 12th, uh, figuring there's probably not a lot to be lost and eh, potentially a lot to be gained. Right. Um, but 
Uh, that isn't actually my selection for best bet. Uh, that is plus 450 on Casemiro to win by decision or technical decision. Because of Casemiro's KO streak, which presently sits at six, and his ability to get opponents out of there early or late, he's a real KO threat all the way through. The KO win is in many ways the smart money. Uh, DraftKings is offering uh, well, minus 110, last I saw, on a Casemiro win by KO or TKO or DQ. Um but as we discussed last week on the main podcast, Rigon Diaz is savvy enough to last the distance, even if he gets dropped, even if he gets beaten. I don't mind that bet. That's the one I think that I quite like uh, for this weekend. That's my pick for the best. But what about yourself? Well, I had a feeling that you were going to go with uh, Casemiro by okay. decision, since that is your official pick on the right. fight. So when I saw that at plus 450, that kind of price for what you think is the most likely outcome, that's an excellent price. I might bet that, even though it isn't my pick on the fight. Um, I'm also tempted by Rigo decision at plus 250, which would be my mm. pick for the fight. Um, but my best bet is something a little safer, a little more likely to win, and that's simply the fight to go the distance. I'd say there's a slightly greater than 50% chance this fight goes the full 12, maybe like a 55% chance. So in my mind it should cost like minus 110 on the fight going the distance. But DraftKings thinks it's more likely to end early. They have it not going the full 12 at minus 145 and it going the full 12 at plus 110. So that's my best bet. You're getting what I mm -hmm. think should be minus 110. You're getting it at plus 110. So clear value right there if you believe, as I do, that minus 110 would be a fair price. Um, but I certainly, I don't hate Casemiro by decision. I don't hate Rigo by decision. I'm not as fond of picking a round for Rigo to score the KO, even though even though you're right. You're res risking very little to win a lot. You're risking some amount of money you won't miss, say five bucks. Right. Uh, exactly. And a chance to win 500. But I, I'm just not sure there's even a one in a hundred chance that he wins by KO 12. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're just looking to have some fun, sure. Take a shot on exactly. that one. Exactly. Uh, there's a few other bets of note. Uh, as I mentioned, nothing really, I think, uh, tremendously exciting uh, or tantalizing. Uh, Virgil Ortiz has seen him as a minus 1600 favorite against Kavalowskis. And honestly, there's a, I mean, that's huge odds, but that feels about right to me because Ortiz is that good. Um, Kavalowskis, uh, seems to be out there at about plus 850. And normally at those kind of odds, I'd be tempted to lay some money on the underdog, but I, I just don't see it. Um, Franco Maloney odds are all reasonably close. Uh, Franco the dog at about what, plus 185. Maloney favored around minus 230, which again feels about right. But the way the previous two fights between these two guys have gone, I don't feel comfortable betting anything on that fight. Um, anything we've had at you? So another sports book has Ortiz as low as minus 800, uh, which is a good reminder oh, to always okay. shop around. Um, mm -hmm. That's actually a good price, but I'm not going to bet it. I just don't see the point in sweating out losing yeah. 100 bucks for the chance to win $12.50. Um <laughs> If I was going to bet Ortiz, that might be one where I take a shot on a single round, like uh, round seven is 10 to one, something like that. But that's just for the fun of the sweat. There isn't actually good value in any of those single round bets. Um, the other bets I kind of like are Maloney. As you said, he's about a two to one favorite, but I see that he's plus 200 to win specifically by decision. Um, I don't mm -hmm. love it. But I, I kind of like that. Um, and we haven't talked at all about the co-feature on Showtime, our new favorite human, Gary Antonio Russell, yep. uh, against Emmanuel Rodriguez. Russell is the favorite, 
Uh, I saw one book has him at minus 225, another has him minus 200, and then a third has him minus 190. I like that. Hmm. I think there's a bit yeah. of value on him at minus 190, or if you think this is like a true 50-50 fight, then plus 175 on Rodriguez uh, is very good. So to me, there are plenty of options this weekend, uh, especially with the Showtime card featuring so many close to even matchups, a lot of different ways to bet those fights. All right. Well, that will do it for this Money Punch edition of Showtime Boxing with Raskin and Mulvaney. Don't forget, if you do lay a wager on Saturday night's card, or even if you don't, you can see how it all plays out beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern on Saturday on Showtime Championship Boxing. We'll be back Monday morning with a full-length episode uh, featuring our post-fight analysis of Casemiro against Rigondeau and a look ahead at Manny Pacquiao against Dennis Ugas. Until then, thank you for listening. Be safe, be kind, and be well.